0: Welcome, welcome,
1: welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Beers for Good Show! Welcome, I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with Ryan Pilkington! minute. Wait a, wait a minute! No. Nope. Ryan is not in the house today. Uh, we have an amazing um, host, guest, guest host. Guest host. Guest host. Guest host. <laughs> Why is Ghost that so- Host? <laughs> the Ghost Host. <laughs> the Ghost The Ghost Host with the most Right here, Brett Rich. Mr. <laughs> Brett Rich, uh, COO of Stampede Digital Systems uh, and extraordinaire of so many amazing things. Speak up, you name it. Uh, Brett is involved and connected, and he is just a powerhouse of oozy of goodness. So Man, welcome to the show, so Brett. so good
0: to, <laughs> hear, to, to hear that.
1: Welcome <laughs> to the show, Brett. And 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 we, of course, have a blast of an amazing guest today. Uh, how about you tell us about the show today? Who, All right.
0: who are we going to be talking to? Well, joining us today is Andy Kenyatta CEO of Transworld Business Advisors, the largest. The largest. largest that means like just, the yeah, biggest. The, it, it, it does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the world. <laughs> okay. Worldwide. <laughs> wow. A skilled negotiator and recognized national trainer of nas- of negotiation techniques. I almost completely botched that. <laughs> Andy specializes in mergers and acquisitions, valuations, and franchising nice he's a man to talk to when it comes to when it comes time to buy or sell your business excellent
1: Ooh, well we're excited should we just should we just uh jump into the show i i don't think we have any we used to have some kind of uh things to do no 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 thank you for joining the biz for good show welcome uh and we are ready to
2: To interview Andy. Andy. Let's bring
1: Andy up on the show. Hey, Andy, welcome to the show, my friend. Welcome. Thanks for
2: having me. I appreciate it, guys.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it when somebody actually listens to our show and they still come on.
2: That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to be. Yeah, listen, you're doing good out there in the world. I say that all the time. So I, that's what you got to do.
1: I, I love it. It's cool. You, we, uh, you know, you, taught, you said franchises at the, en- at the end of the bio and stuff. I just got finished with the, the Ray Kroc book, uh, Grinding It Out. It's actually his autobiography. Have you ever heard of that book, Grinding It Out?
2: I have not, but I watched the movie. I thought that was incredible. Oh, so.
1: Unfortunately, the movie did portray him a little funky, uh, grinding right. it out, hearing it from his own words. Uh, anyway, franchising, an amazing thing. It Just entrepreneurship in general. It's our show. It's what we're all about. We're all entrepreneurs. Uh, so thank you for bringing your expertise and, and coming on to the show.
2: I appreciate it. Thanks for having me
1: let's just jump in we like to ask first just kind of tell us about you what's what's your secret to success or or what was the challenge any challenges or just kind of tell us
2: about your kind of road to where you're at now
1: whatever that looks like to you just kind of have fun with it
2: you know I I wanted to I've always been an entrepreneur I don't think anybody was ready to hire me out of my college with a subpar GPA right so (laughs) I started a few businesses and then I wound up buying a small pasta shop in Hartford, Connecticut with some cousins. We bought it and we wound up selling it. And I did that transaction and ran the business for a couple of years. And it was a lot of fun and we made some money. And I'm like, wow, you can actually buy a business that's already making money and run it. And so when my wife, I met my wife up there, we moved to Florida and I had nothing to do. I started looking to buy a business and ran into a bunch of uh, used car salesmen and trying to sell me something <laughs> and then ran into Trans World one day and they were really nice people. And so they invited me to join the team. I joined the team. And then two years later, I bought the company and we built it from one office to, you know, over 200 offices worldwide. And, uh, you know, it's been a great ride. So it's, it's it's been challenging at times for sure.
1: Oh, entrepreneurship. We... <laughs> we love it
2: do you have any uh well uh,
1: you
0: got to accept the challenge you got to just like embrace it i, I tell yeah.
1: people, yeah i tell people all the time uh, entrepreneurship if you're not totally in love with a bit just any kind of business model and how business works it's going to be a hard road to hoe do you, do you agree with that
2: andy yeah i agree to that it's always easier when it makes money right you know money kind of <laughs> makes it feel a little better I, and listen, I I think to be an entrepreneur, I think my favorite word is courage. Right? You just mm-hmm. need courage, and not everybody's cut out for it. And and people will tell you not to do it, and those people aren't they courageous enough to do it. Yeah, yeah, they always do. Sure. Yeah.
1: I, I, I we we talk about on the show all the time that the true secret to success is two letters, one word, D O do uh as an entrepreneur the great entrepreneurs out there they don't quit they don't give up they keep going it, uh, you look, read shoe dog with phil knight oh, and the whole book i'm like dude why didn't you just quit man <laughs>
0: he's about to fail every turn page you turn and it's like man have you ever had
1: any fail- failure way? failure issues andy
2: yeah, I mean, all the time. I mean, I thought we were going broke in uh, 2019. I thought we were going, I mean, 2009. <laughs> Certainly last year was challenging. After 9-11, I thought, you know, we didn't close a deal for three months. I thought, you know, my brokerage was going to go out of business. I had to crawl back to my father-in-law shortly after I bought the business and asked for a little bit more money, which was not a nice conversation. Uh, you know, so yeah, <laughs> and he's been wonderfully supportive over the years so uh you know of course we've you know i've had enough not enough money to pay the bills at the end of the month uh in some of my businesses and you just got to carry on you do yeah
1: that, that it, it it's always i, I don't know how, we've done over 200 interviews and it always comes everybody there are no shortcuts i'm sorry there are no shortcuts to entrepreneurship you've got to work your tail everybody sees Us kicking back, making lots of money, hardly working. It was, man, your life, jeez. But you don't realize, dude, I had to work 80 hours a week for many years to get that.
2: Just to get there. Yeah, I'm not sure where the hardly working part is. That hasn't come in yet. It's only been 25 years. I'm waiting for the I'm hardly working part. waiting for that it's to happen.
1: Exactly, exactly. And that's why you got to love this stuff. Guys, if you're going to be successful at doing business, creating businesses, or any of that, one, coming from this space of doing good and being good, and I want to talk to you about that really quickly because I know that's one of your subjects that you even say you'd like to talk about. What, what's your philosophy around... Uh, this being good, doing good thing.
2: I, I, you know, our motto is do good deals for good people. But I believe in becoming a trusted advisor in your community. And I think the best way to do that is to give back to your community. I mean, not all of us are as lucky as or blessed as I've been. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, if we take money out of the community, we need to give back. And 20 years ago, I got on a board uh, for a, a local uh, soup kitchen, family pantry, and uh, we started a small pasta dinner to support it. And we're 20 years in, we've raised a couple million bucks. We had a thousand people at our last event. And, uh, you know, I think um, I, I'm probably better well known in the community for being uh, a guy who uh, serves pasta once a year than perhaps selling businesses. But that's all good. I mean, that's what we do. I, and I just rolled off being the chair of the United Way. Because once you start giving back to the community and showing that you're a good person, they want you to be involved. Yeah, uh,
1: so true. There's such there's such a powerful thing around that. I mean, it it, it brings people together. It, it, it's why we started the show. It, the whole purpose of life almost is to have this connection with other people and how you treat or find a way to make the world better it it grows and money comes this isn't about being a philanthropist and not making money because money comes to you the more you give back i mean that is that how you found
2: yeah that's uh, we've gotten some of the best business that we've ever gotten from uh being sitting on boards and talking and we didn't do it because of that but it just comes i mean it does come Because, again, people see you as being trusted and when you're selling your business, which could be the number one financial transaction of your life, they want someone they could trust and they see people doing good in the community and they said, I'm going to trust that guy and I'm going to trust his company because he gives back.
1: You said the the key. The key there is that you don't do it for that Uh, in this day and age we see when somebody's full of crap I oh mean, my we gosh. can smell it a yeah. mile away and i love it when these giant corporations send something out oh we're doing this and you're like uh oh, please and
0: that's why you're doing <laughs> yeah, it
1: <laughs> exactly but but we know when somebody's genuine I, I can't tell you how many folks have come up to me because of the show they say bobby i know who you are i would love to do business with you just because of the biz for good show because they they know where we stand right Uh, It's got to be genuine. It's got to be real. I think that is the key to this being good, doing good thing.
2: Yeah, well, it comes from the heart. We've gotten families involved, and my kids have been involved. And we literally cooked the dinner for the first uh, 15 years of it up till we got about 600 people. It got a little bit wonky (laughs) after that. We needed professional help. But, you know, people see that you're actually digging in and doing it. And people like to give to those kind of things, too, where they know where the money goes, where they see that it affects the community and good and, you know, people that need it uh, the most.
1: I love that. I mean, that is the power of the be good, do good. That is so cool. Well, Andy, awesome. Are you up for the challenge uh, for the spin the wheel of Crayley? Are you open to some questions that are going to kind of put you on? Uh, On I don't know. the spot! On the spot! On the spot! That's, On the, the, spot. Word. <laughs> That's the word. I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. And, and Brett, I'm a talker, and I apologize. Ryan knows. You just jump in if you ever feel like uh, uh, asking Andy a question. I'll shut up for three
0: thirty seconds, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> maybe if you can last that long. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. It's, All right. The
0: three seconds is the one I was worried about.
1: Okay, Andy. <laughs> here we
0: go. We are
1: going to pop up the wheel of Crayley. Here it is. Are uh, you going to do a drum roll for us? uh drum roll please clearly not uh there we go okay we got red we got blue we got green we got yellow we got red we got blue it's and... gonna be red oh why do you think about people what, what do you think oh yeah if i could
0: only read, what how do you, you think read? about people Wait. About people are saying. What do you think about yeah, people the, are okay, saying? Okay. The question about is not written well. What they're saying about when you are not in the room. Okay. So what do you think people are saying about you when you're not in the room? Boom. I <laughs> had to read it through <laughs> at least once, all the way to the end, before I actually understood what I was reading.
2: <laughs> do you get the question, I, I, Andy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think some people are saying about me in the room that uh, you know sometimes he's too nice of a guy. Uh, and, uh, I think a lot of people, mm. uh, what, one of my partners, nice. uh, I, I know that somebody said that what's about, what's a pot of time. And my partner looked at him and said, don't confuse Andy's kindness for, for weakness. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was, so I was I working
0: uh, customer service and I was talking to this guy from New York, you know, they're, they're like, they like things done quick and fast. And he, he had a problem and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll take care of it. And he says, no. I need to talk to your manager. I told you I was going to take care of it. What's the problem? He says, "Well, you're too nice. You're not going to do it." <laughs> yeah, you know, I love That's that audit. though because
1: too many folks get known for being a hard A in the entrepreneur world, the business world. I mean, we talk about you know Steve Jobs is the big. You know, he was mean and tough and blah, blah, blah. But if you've read some other books in his later, hey, he got smarter and understood the honey thing. I, I love what you said because don't mistake kindness don't. for weakness because it, kindness, it's about that what's in your soul, I believe. And if you can be decent to human beings, that doesn't mean you can't be you know not not ruthless but very powerful and i think
0: in some ways more powerful in well, the business world there's 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 a real power when you're uh, when you're uh, fighting on behalf when you're advocating for someone and that advocation gives you authority and so you don't have to be ruthless to advocate for another person and and take that that stance
1: absolutely I want to know from you Andy when was a time that you think maybe somebody did mistake it for weakness and you had to kind of step up do you have an example of that I'm curious
2: well I'm just trying to think I I, you know I, I try to pick my battles right so I think sometimes what happens is people you know will take advantage take advantage and take advantage and then you know I just kind of snap a little bit you know i'm from new jersey i'm italian (laughs) you know there's a boiling point at some point where i just kind of put my foot down and 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 i think you know what what people somewhat may be surprised or i'm a very generous person right but i can't handle when people steal from you Mm -hmm. i think that's that's you know it's disingenuous i i live it by my word and bond and By contracts, and I get very angry when people don't. So I think I've surprised some people when I've come back at them and said, you know, that's absolutely not acceptable, and I'm not going to do business with you anymore.
1: Yeah, I think I can't trust you. Even even being misleading, you know, where they're 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 not full. Yeah, I I believe in full disclosure, full openness. That 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 has gotten me so much further than trying to hide, hide things. And it it's hard to do business with folks when you know they're just, they're not necessarily stealing something, but yeah, and, and, and surface. uh, Anyway, I don't know where I'm going with that other than it can mean, it can mean so much, so many different things. I learned
2: that lesson early. Uh, I worked for someone that everything in his company was a secret and that drove me nuts. So when I run my company, we have weekly sales meetings. We put the numbers right on the board. This is how much we did. This is how much everybody's bringing in. You know, I, I I don't like to keep secrets, Uh, you know, Sometimes people say you say too much. You know, I I tell them when the company's not doing well, uh, for instance during economic downturns, and they, they you scare people. I'm like, no, I'm just being real with people. And so I, it it didn't happen this time because we were ready for this one. So,
1: you know, and it and it, in the long run, it's always better. Your your employees will respect you so much more. Uh, that's that's the way we run Stampede. Right. Everybody in the whole company knows exactly how much money the company's making or not making. Yeah. Unfortunately,
0: <laughs> as the case may be.
1: As the case may be. Awesome. Okay, we're gonna spin the wheel one more time. You up for it, Andy? All right. Excellent. You ready? To drum roll. Drum roll, please. <laughs> All right. We got green, yellow, blue, red. Green, yellow, green.
0: Oh. What, the, what do you think? Question.
1: Oh my gosh! It's the same question. Wow! We've never had that happen before. Okay. the guy. We're gonna spin it. We're gonna spin it again. Now we can't do the same question.
0: <laughs> no. All right. That'd here be we weird. Go. Oh, drum roll. <laughs> oh, interesting.
1: Uh, this one is always interesting to me. Do you see what it says? First fire. First fire usually means letting somebody go, but it also could mean first fire that you had to put out. So it's kind of up to you how you want to
0: interpret the question. Interpret
1: the question. uh, If you've got a really interesting, I think firing, I've got good stuff.
2: Go ahead. (laughs) Well, when you said first fire, I thought of first fire to put out, right? Yep. So, so, uh, I would think back in my, uh, pasta shop days, uh, We didn't realize that the business was seasonal. So after the holidays, uh, when it's two feet of snow in the ground up in Hartford, like people stopped going to little specialty shops. We didn't realize this. So we fell behind on our, um, we fell behind on all our bills, including our utility bill. And our, my uncle was the second in command of the local utility company. So um, he has the same last name I do. And so when the built, yeah, when the bill came up, when the bill came up, delinquent, uh, they uh, he somehow got word, and he was pretty upset by that. So uh, what are you doing uh, with my you know, name, man? Yeah, he's like, "What are you, are you kidding me? You're behind You're on your utility me. bill. You're yeah, embarrassment to so the system." It, oh. <laughs> it was uh, it was a little bit of an issue, so I had to quickly try to borrow some money from someone to get their utility bill paid. <laughs> But I knew they wouldn't turn it off. I mean, you know, it (laughs) takes them a couple months, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah.
1: The cool thing about this, and we need to, people need to understand this. This is entrepreneurship. That it isn't all roses and beautiful millions of dollars out there to pick up off the ground. There's these crooks and turns, and this, and you've got to be ready for that stuff. And it personally, I get jazzed about issues and problems and because it's, to me, fun to fix.
2: an opportunity, m- too. I mean, you know, I've had a, a few deals go bad, and one of my employees come to me and, you know, need to borrow money for 30 days, uh, and, you know, I did it, and it's probably about, against my better judgment uh, to help save this business that, you know, was about to go out of business, but we were we had a buyer ready to buy it. And, you know, we lent them the money and it came back, you know, and he's worked for me for 20 years now. He says, I'll never leave you. You bailed my family out that time.
1: So see, that's what we're talking about right there. That, that, that is, that is true biz for good and true entrepreneur. That's what entrepreneurship should be about. And like, thank you, Andrew, so much for for just just being here this I love we talk about how fun podcasting is just the fact that we get to meet so many cool amazing powerful people so thank you Andrew for for saying yes to being on the show no problem thanks with, for having me I appreciate it with, with that said let's ask another question uh, and I'll turn the time All over right. to Brett here for a second
0: because I'm a loudmouth. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we, we, we've been talking about entrepreneurship and, and uh, uh, doing good. What, uh, how, how do you feel about goals and, and what kind of goals have, have you made along those lines as far as making a difference? Is, does it, is it something that that's, that's just falling into your lap and you just keep going or, or do you actually go out and seek out and make those goals come true?
2: Well, we, we have goals on an annual basis that we try to make come true uh, for everybody and we have goals for the company. So, you know, the revenue goals and sales goals and things like that. Uh, you know, I had a goal, uh, at the the life net for families is the name of the charity. Uh, we built the building and the reason I started that dinner was because we had no money and we had just spent $2 million on the building. And I had a goal. I said, I'm going to cook dinner for everybody until we pay off this building. So this year, uh, we'll pay off the building. Uh, two million dollars later and nice. uh, you know thousands of people have come through and uh, so that that was a big goal and we're really happy to be able to do it
0: that's good so what what's going to happen to the dinner now are you still cooking dinner
2: it's our 20th year uh, we are looking for perhaps someone who's going to help us take it to the next 20 years nice uh, and uh, you know maybe partner with one of the local sports teams or something like that but it's it's been an incredible journey and uh hopefully some young family will take it over someday
1: there you go oh,
2: yeah goals wise uh
1: are you do you do you think goals are important for like individuals do you think uh, as yes. an entrepreneur because we, we we ask the question a lot and and we get all kinds of gamut what do you think about goals what would you tell somebody about goals
2: just that well case. i would tell i would tell someone that you should write down your goals and share your goals, right? Because you never know what's going to happen. Uh, I, I I haven't even started talking about this, really, but I had a goal that I was going to write you know, a book and a play. And I wrote a play. And I, I was really kind of stuck with it. And I just started talking about it every once in a while. I, and I actually wrote out the play and I started talking about it. And I one of my friends says, I play piano. I've written all these songs. I would love to do this with you. And we've ha- we've had such a great time like completing this we just hired a bunch of actors we're just, i mean it's just a, it's a crazy thing that you just never know where this kind of stuff goes and so writing it down and trying to actualize it now the other thing about being an entrepreneur is you can have a strategic plan but you got to be ready to change so writing yeah. down your strategic plan you got to be ready to pivot Oh my
0: gosh! So just because you wrote it down doesn't mean that's uh, set in stone.
1: Well, and you gotta nope. you, you you need to be open enough to to, to move what works. I think that's probably yeah. one of the biggest downfalls that I've seen is people are too rigid. This is my baby. Stuck this is in that. what I know is going to work without listening to anybody else. I've I've seen and I, and I can see it when I'm talking to an entrepreneur and they have this idea and you 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 give them you know I've been doing this. Forty years, and you know, I've been a part of thirty startups. And I give you a suggestion, and it's like, no, 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 no. This is what I'm doing. Listen to me. This is what I'm doing. It's like, you know what? Good luck with that.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've you got to. You be have able to be, be ready. ready. You have to be able to raise your hand and say I failed, and you have to be able to raise your hand and say I was wrong. That's a big thing. You and, have to be able, and you have to be able to apologize.
1: Wow, which is not things that you think of when you think of a entrepreneur or a CEO you, you think of the
0: person that's like so headstrong and gung-ho and ready mm-hmm. to go and and I've, I've, I've told this story before
1: but I think it's relevant here uh, I was in an office of a CEO it was a hundred million dollar company and you know we were I was in the office and I was at his desk and uh, he said Bobby how about you be the CEO Uh, for the day and and i'm like dude no way i don't don't want your job (laughs) no thank you uh this was many years ago and he goes bobby you only need to do two things You, you need to not care what anybody says meaning don't take it personal and do what you think is best that's how you run a company was, that's it. So <laughs> I'm like, wow, that sounds done. easy. That sounds real easy. Well, it's not that easy. But
2: anyway, what do you think about that, Andy? Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you got to be able to back up what you say. Uh, I, I, always That's one of my pet peeves with my employees. I always tell them, I said, listen, if you tell me you're going to do something, just realize when you tell me you're going to finish something or do something, I usually tell ten about 10 other people that this thing is going to get done. So you can't not do it. If you think it's a bad idea, just tell me and tell me you don't want to do it. Or tell me that you think it's a bad idea and tell me why. And I can live with that. But just don't tell me, don't yes me and then not do something. Oh, my gosh.
1: Powerful. That right there for me is the gold nugget today of the show right there. Please, employees or anybody, if you treat people like that, you do what you say you're going to do uh the whole world is a better place
0: <laughs> well the the, the the idea is i mean everything you do you, what what you do here is is how you do things everywhere else right yeah. so if if you're if you say that you're going to do something and then you don't do it for other people you're going to treat yourself the same way and yep. and how are you ever going to accomplish your goals when when you're constantly lying to yourself so true
1: Oh my gosh, so true. Okay, it's the time in the show where we ask you, Andy, to add a question to the wheel
2: of Crayley. What is the question that you would add? I would add, what was your first entrepreneurial gig?
0: First entrepreneurial gig. I
2: always
1: have a hard time spelling, I know everybody does. I'm just gonna get close. I know. You spelled it right. I'm you said an now. E instead of an R. That's fine.
0: <laughs> was your first entrepreneurial? An entrepreneurial yeah. is just a hard word to spell. Yeah, yeah.
1: I got close. Did I even get close? <laughs> I didn't even get close. Oh yeah, I got close got enough, close for, enough to for spell it to check to get it out. It. Yeah, I didn't spell first right. That's bad. Yeah. That that was just a slip of the finger. <laughs> so from Wrong here fingering. on out, what was your first entrepreneurial gig? Uh, and did we already learn that from you? Was that your the, no. the shop? Oh, well, no. I want. I, no. got to know then. Okay, we got to know yours. No, so, it, so the
0: entrepreneurial I, about, seizure did not happen with the pasta shop.
2: No, I, I guess you know the first entrepreneurial gig. I'm, I'm about to date myself. Was that in the 1970s during the gas crisis? The line for the gas station used to go by my house. Hundreds of cars. So I got the bright idea of, of getting some, making a little coffee shop on the on the corner. Nice. <laughs> going out, <Yes>. buying some <laughs> buying some coffee cake juniors, and going window to window to sell some coffee. And oh. uh, that was my first entrepreneurial gig. It wow! Was great.
1: That so I, I bet it did. What did it do well? I mean, did you do good for how old? Yeah, were you?
2: we were we were. Wait, I was—I t- don't know, nine, eight, you well, know. That's that. I mean, what, what was that? Nineteen seventies, something. Like, you, you got know, a captive like... audience
0: with with your with your lemonade stand, but instead of lemonade, you're selling coffee because they they got they got to survive
2: the line. Right? It was the morning, you know. They it was before the uh, gas station opened, so. Oh wow! wow. That
1: oh. even
2: even odd plates, you know. I guess you guys are way too young. for that. Odd plates. <laughs> Yeah, if you had an odd, oh, yes. an odd number plate. You, I remember a certain enough. day an even number of plates. Yes, yeah. I
1: remember that. My unfor- or fortunately, my dad were buddies with the gas station guys. He was good friends. <laughs> there you go. So he would go before the gas station opened. He he got very lucky. But that was my dad. He was a grease monkey. And so <laughs> that's such there a cool go. story. I love it. Hey, how do people get a hold of you? How how do people find find out how to how to connect with Andy?
2: Yeah, best way is the TWorld.com, T-W-O-R-L-D. My email is AC at TWorld.com because nobody can spell Kenyatta, but thank you for saying that right uh, earlier, (laughs) the Italian way. And, uh, you know, we do a great uh, podcast as well, the Deal Board podcast talking about uh, buying and selling businesses.
1: Awesome. We have all your links, too. We'll put those on the show notes and get that out. Uh awesome any last gold nugget that you can leave with our guests any any last advice words you, of wisdom yes words of wisdom
2: start early get involved in your community early start your business early just start early but, you know if, if you could start in your 20s do it
1: ooh that's good Boom. advice Bam. Awesome. Andy, thank you so much for being on the show again. Hey, uh, Ryan Ryan. Pilkington. uh, We uh, take this out, right? would take this out, but it's it's up to Brett today to take us off the show.
0: So you've listened to the show. You know what's going on here. At the end of the show, we always uh, close out by saying hashtag be good, do good. And we say it three times. We get louder. I assume you're going to join us because you know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we're gonna say it three times. It's a good time we gotta say it louder sandwich. and louder. Yes. So here we go. Ready? Hashtag, hashtag
2: be hashtag good do good. Do good. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag be good do good, good, good. good do good. Hashtag, 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 hashtag be good. Good. Do, do, do good, good. Do
0: good. Yeah.
2: yeah! Oh man, that was a
1: good one! <laughs> Woo! Alright, that's a wrap! <laughs>
0: thank you for listening to the biz for good show podcast we want to thank all our fans and guests on the show be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms facebook twitter and instagram for your hosts bobby glenn james and ryan Pilkington, this is tim jackson saying get out and do some good now go